Cause they call me home and home Late nights on the telephone Mommy never stays at home My bridge on the street at night And I can't sleep I can't sleep, I'm saying, y'all. My bitch runs the streets at night. I said that right there. And I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I'm saying my bitch runs the streets at night. How many of y'all dealing with that on this Valentine's Day? <laughs> And I can't sleep, I can't sleep, I'm saying, y'all see these new games? These motherfuckers is bad, ain't they? Yeah, I'm a whole clothes designer, nigga. I'm a full-fledged motherfucking clothes designer. Y'all see the back of that? Time, door, death, window. Or vice versa, I can't remember how I did it. Man, I'm a bad motherfucker, nigga. I'm saying... Yeah, when you're not a felon, you can walk around with these, nigga, always, nigga, just like my ID, nigga. Only niggas who've been in and out of prison and got criminal records and fucked up, they, nigga. But when you're an American citizen, nigga, nigga, you can, you can protect yourself and your family, nigga. It's not about, oh, you think you're tough because, no, I just want to fight in chance. I just don't want to be a victim. That's all. I don't want a street nigga to think, oh, I caught him lacking. Nope. This is your last day on the planet, nigga. I'm going to shoot your ass and sand over your body, nigga. Try to, like Charleston White said, give you mouth to mouth. Uh, officer, I just shot somebody. Yeah, he's still breathing. I told you, you bitch ass nigga, you shouldn't fuck around me. Yeah, uh, he's 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 going fast. He's going fast. And so do you, oh, why would you, I don't wish anything on anybody. You guys got to understand, street niggas don't like fair fights. They don't like gun battles. They hope to catch you lacking. Catch you with your baby mama and your kids so we can kill you in front of your child and give your child horrible, horrible nightmares. Have your baby mother in pain. That's what they want. They don't want to invite you to the park and say, hey, you bring your best weapons. I bring my best weapons and let's fucking shoot it out. That's not what street niggas want to do. Catch you lacking. So this is just to make sure I don't ever get caught lacking. Nigga, I got a fair shot, nigga. Nigga, shit. You come up thinking you caught me lacking and I... And, nigga, you better go to the range, too. Don't just have guns, nigga. Go to the motherfucking range, nigga. Learn how to line them motherfucking thumbs up, nigga. You got to line them thumbs up, nigga. You got to line them motherfucking thumbs up, nigga. See, thumbs? Line them up, nigga. My bitch. But that's not what today's life is about. I'm a peaceful person. I'm a peaceful warrior. You got to know who you are. It's niggas who aren't tough. And try to portray like they're tough, you end up getting fucked up. I know what I am. I don't want to hurt anybody. I have a good spirit. I want to help everybody. I love people, but I'm a peaceful warrior. And that the warrior part is the part that took me time to understand about myself. I'm not scared of conflict. I just don't like it with my own people. Like with other races, nigga, we can get it on at the drop of a dime. But with my people, I'm like, I, I feel funny because my mother brought me up in such a black power household. 
Like I used to have my own library in my room full of black power books, full of black books, this black. So I love my people more than the average black person does. So it kind of puts me at a disadvantage when conflict arises with my own people, because I was like, well, I don't want to hurt them. But then once I realized a lot of these people with black skin are androids, <laughs> they're not iPhones, nigga. <laughs> they're androids. You see, I even got the case. I even got the case representing my shit. Y'all see that shit? Everywhere I go. But yeah, they're androids. These ain't black people with the spirit of my ancestors. They're androids. You know what an android is? You ever seen the movie Alien when they thought the motherfucker was human the whole movie till he got hit in the face with something? And they was like, oh, you're a robot? We thought you were human. That's how it'd be with a lot of these niggas. I think that they're black people until you, oh, you're a demon. You're a stepper. You want to kill me and you enjoy smoking on my ashes and all the demonic shit. Well, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a peaceful, righteous archangel. I'm a black archangel. You know who Gabriel is? That's what I am. That's why I'm a descendant of Gabriel. And my job is to be a demon slayer, nigga, a vampire hunter, nigga. I will never in my life bring harm or trouble to an honest, righteous black person or person, white person, Chinese person, Mexican person. If you're righteous and you're and you got the spirit of righteousness in your soul, you do not have to worry about me. But if you're a demon, you still don't got to worry about me. Just know <laughs> we're on two different sides of the motherfucking track. My bitch runs the streets. At night, I've already messed up this monetization, didn't I? Damn it. And I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I'm always on the phone. Late nights on the telephone. But I like the way that pussy ski. How many of y'all Valentine's Day got a bitch running the streets all night and you can't sleep? <laughs> <laughs> How many of you bitches got a nigga that run the streets all night and you can't sleep either? <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. I swear to God, man. We still are kids. Human beings, we're still kids celebrating Christmas and Thanksgiving and bad birthdays and shit. Nigga, your birthday came one time. You're supposed to celebrate all 365 days like their holidays. You're even supposed to make up your own holidays for yourself and your family and your household. But you letting the fucking government... And institutions like Hallmark, the people that make cards and the people who make roses and the people who make turkeys and the people who make Thanksgiving bread <laughs> and Christmas trees. You letting them tell you when to go out and spend your money, huh? Mm -hmm. That's fucked up. Uh, what's going on, everybody? Simbali, we are here. Yes, I'm rocking that fucking space age today. Um, time is but a door. Death is but a window. Either way, we come back. Yeah, I'm, I'm eternal. I never, ever will die. If you kill my avatar, my, my soul, not my spirit, my soul will make a couple circulations around the four universes until it finds another avatar that it wants, and then it'll enter that. It'll choose the parents for that avatar, and it will enter, and I will come back again, and on and on and on until I learn all the lessons that come with being um, in the form of a head, leg, leg, arm, head, Allah, right? Allah, A-L-L-A-H, arm, leg, leg, arm, head. Until I learn all the lessons that's meant to be learned that comes along with life forms, I'll continue to reincarnate into different life forms. Yep, goddamn right. And they'll always be melanated. I'm on the right side of the track. I'm not a human being. No, 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 I'm not a human being. I am a descendant of an Anunnaki god. 
Yes, I got carbon in my skin. Same dark matter that makes up outer space. That's what makes up my fucking melanin. I am a god. My wife is a human being. My son is a demigod, like Hercules. You know, I'm a god. My wife's human, and my son is a demigod. Splice, like Hercules. That's for the, don't worry. That's 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 conspiracy theory Thursday. We got a lot to talk about this conspiracy theory Thursday. Fucking UFOs getting shot down over Alaska. That wasn't no balloon, motherfucker. Right? That wasn't no goddamn balloon. What was that that y'all shot down? Yeah, you kept you let us know about the Chinese balloon. There's a balloon. There's a balloon, and all of a sudden you just shoot something down over Alaska and say we shot down something. What was it? Who was in it? My bitch runs the streets. What's going on, y'all? Stopping in for a live. Um, had a lot to do. Um, I think I went live with the people last week, didn't I? I think I did. But if not, I apologize. I did. I know I went live last week. This is just my first live of this week. Or maybe I didn't go live last week. Y'all got to let me know in the chat room. Make sure y'all come into the chat. Talk to me, people. Or I'm going to bring up my own topics. If you bring the topics in, then I'll talk about what you guys want to talk about. We can have a back and forth. But if you let me just, if you leave me to my own accord, I'm going to start talking my own shit. Yep, I sure am. Because my bitch runs the streets at night. And I can't sleep. I can't sleep. I'm saying, y'all, that nigga Hassan Campbell is on gold. Take the what and leave the what? That nigga went on fucking DJ Academics platform and told Jay Prince, Jay, Jay Prince, suck my dick to the boogeyman? Woohoo! That nigga told the boogeyman, man, Hassan, you's a bold nigga. He's trying to restore the feeling in New York, ain't he? Yeah, it's like New York's been soft ever since Snoop came through and crushed the building. Hassan is like fucking Larry Davis. Listen, Hassan went Larry Davis on these niggas, didn't he? he told Jay Prince, suck my dick. See, damn. Him and Charleston White. Them niggas get bold. When them niggas get angry, them niggas get bold. Now, I'll probably do some, some Minnesota niggas like that, <laughs> but I would never get on a platform. And, say, and that's just me. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's not my personality, right? That's not my personality to, to, to poke the bear or to tug on Superman's cape. But that nigga Charleston White don't give a fuck, nigga. That nigga, nigga, Hassan, I didn't think he was like that. I thought he was just kind of, but that nigga said, Jay Prince, you can suck my dick. Did he say Jay Prince's mother? Nigga, you playing with a nigga's mama? You don't fuck with a square's mom. A square, a square nigga who's never been in a fist fight in his life will sock you in your eye if you say something about his mom. That'll get him to fight. You fuck with the boogie man? Jay Prince, you better get the boogie in nigga. <laughs> Jay Prince, you better get the boogie in, man. Remind these niggas why they better stop saying your name. And then you said my mama's name, nigga? My T. Joe? That's what they say down south as far as mom. And then you gonna bring my T. Joe into it? Yeah, nigga down south brought Jay Prince's T-Jone into it. Nigga, boy, Hassan, you better stay out of down south. Or not, you know, shit, nigga, nigga, fuck it. Rumble, young man, rumble. I'm not here to say, oh, Hassan, you shouldn't do that. Nigga, listen, man, the rules are out the window, okay? When it comes to black people in our communities, we got a whole lot of shit we got to get straight, and we need to set new rules. We're not living by the old rules. You don't talk about a nigga's mom, or you don't. Nigga, shut up, nigga, as lawless as we live in. Nigga, ain't no laws in the hood, nigga. We live in lawless. So don't try to apply certain laws that you value. This nigga don't want you to talk about somebody's mom, but he sure don't mind if you talk about smoking somebody's son in a blunt in his dead's ashes. Ashes belong in the urn, not for us. 
Now we put them in swishers and shit and smoke them, nigga. So don't try to bring, oh, Hassan needs, nigga, nigga, that's his business, nigga. But I do know one thing, Jay Prince, it's time to get boogie in, pimp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jay Prince, it's time to get boogie in. If you're the boogeyman, you know, I know you're a little bit old, Jay Prince. You know, when that light hits that afro in the right spot, you can see that ball spot coming. Jay Prince, you're about 60 years old now. And normally, Jay Prince, your son would be, you know, when the Godfather got too old, remember when the Godfather got too old, he had to let Santino Corleone go out there and apply pressure, let niggas know why they shouldn't fuck with the Corleone name, since we're talking mob ties. Jay Prince, but your son Jazz Prince, I don't know if he wields that kind of power. Whack 100 definitely ain't scared of you. He ain't scared of Jay Prince. He ain't scared of nigga G Prince. He ain't scared of H Prince or Q Prince. Nigga, he ain't scared. Whack 100 been fucking with Jay Prince for a minute. Ever since the Larry Hoover, the Larry Hoover um debacle, since he did that shit. But nigga, your son is supposed to remind niggas, you 60 years old. I think the fact that Jay Prince, and I, only thing that I will say about this is I think that Jay Prince isn't handling this too good. He's doing a little bit too much of this for the generation that he comes from, right? This should be Jay, this should be his son. His son should be like Santino Colignon. Remember in The Godfather? Ah, Santino was running around. Ah, leave it for the library. You know what I'm saying? Santino was like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? You know what I'm saying? He was letting it be known. Don't fuck with us. Santino, Santino, Santino will peel your motherfucking cat back, bitch. And everybody knew, nigga, don't fuck with Santino. I don't think that Jazz Prince Jr. wields that same kind of authority and fear. He doesn't. He doesn't have the street. He was brought up with a silver spoon in his mouth. He's like Fredo. Can you imagine Fredo? Remember when Fredo went to Vegas and the guy came in, hey, Fredo, and he was slapping him around. Fredo, Mike had to come in like, man, you slapped my brother? Even Mike wasn't gangster, and Mike had to get gangster just to show niggas, nigga, what the fuck you thought? How you, nigga, the Coleon family, nigga? But they don't have that. They don't have that live wire. You know, Jay Prince don't got that live wire son that can restore the feeling of the Prince name. He needs a Santino Coleon. He got too many fucking Fredos. And Fredo don't wield respect like that. Niggas feel like they can slap Fredo around. Fredo be fumbling the bag and dropping guns. Remember when the Godfather got popped? Fredo dropped the gun. Ah, Fredo, ah. Fredo dropped the pistol and shit, nigga. Fredo, come on. And that's what's happening. That's why Jazz Prince has to keep coming off the stool. People are saying, and even me, I was about, I was getting ready to say, Jazz Prince, why are you giving interviews? But he has to because he has Fredo. Little Fredo Coleone dropping the pistol, getting punked by fucking Mo Green in Vegas. I'm Mo Green. I made my bones when you were fucking cheerleaders. That's, that's what Mo Green told Michael Coleone because Santino got popped. When Santino got killed, the kids was looking like, all you got is the girl and the two boys. And the one boy been to school and college. He went to the war, but nigga, killing niggas in the war from miles away is different than walking up on them and putting that thing in their mouth and blowing their fucking brains out the back. You know what I'm saying? You got to get up on them like this and bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. That's different. Shooting a motherfucker from a bush with other military guys and the whole tanks. And you know what I'm saying? So, but even then, nigga. Fredo, they knew Fredo wasn't going to do shit. And that's how they're treating Jazz Prince Jr. Like, Fredo, nigga. Nigga, you didn't kill fucking take off one of our legends, nigga. He died on your watch. That's another thing that's fumbling the bag. You know what I'm saying? If Jazz Prince really, nigga, ain't no way fucking take off loses his life. It's not on my watch. He might lose, you know, it might happen in California at Roscoe's or some other, but not on my watch, nigga. Mob ties. That's what Charlton White's saying, nigga. You might, nigga, nigga, need to change that name, nigga. 
Bow ties. You need to get them. <laughs> bow ties. Now, let me stop. See, now I'm trying to, I'm sliding out of slippery slope because I got respect. I got respect for Jazz Prince. You know what I mean? I don't think any man is the boogeyman, but I give him respect. You know, he he earned a certain amount of respect for me. Maybe not from other people. Charles White may feel different. Hassan obviously feels different. But from a nigga like me, I'm not a street guy like that. So I'm not going to go around here on the internet like, like I'm a big, bad street guy. But nigga, bow tie. You know what I'm saying? Mob ties? Mm, I don't know. Mob ties handle things a little bit differently. But damn, yeah, shit thing got spicy. Hassan's going live every other day. He told Jazz Princess T-Jone to suck his dick. Nigga, his T-Jone? <laughs> Shout out to my niggas down in the DFW, down in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Shout out to my niggas in Houston. That's what they call their miles. You stop by my T-Jones, nigga? <laughs> yeah, he talking about that nigga's T-Jones, nigga. So, yeah, shit's getting wild, man. Shit is getting crazy on the internet. Hassan's going live. Take the what and leave the what? I'll be tuning in sometimes, nigga. I tune in. I don't lie. I like watching his lives. If you a live wire nigga that can do it off the cuff on a live, it takes a talent. It takes talent. Just like to shoot a ball, to dunk a ball, to hit a baseball, to act, to sing. These are all talents. To go live without a monologue, without paper, and know that you can fuck up and have to come back on your fuck up, that all takes talent. And people that are gifted at that, I like to watch them and learn. Like fucking Hassan Campbell be having like 10,000 motherfuckers. Hassan be having like 10,000 motherfuckers watching that nigga at night. That's more people than watching nighttime news. 10,000 people in America don't tune into CNN, nigga. It'd be 10,000 people in that nigga's lives. Charleston White, the same thing. Charleston White be having like 5,000, 7,000 people watching. So I Try to watch the people that are good at doing what it is that I'm trying to do. So, um, shout out to Hassan. Shout out to Charleston White. Um, shout out to Jazz Prince. You know, I just think that you might, he, for an old man, he might be doing a little bit too much talking, but he has to. That's what I wanted to get people to understand. People are like, why is Jay Prince? I think I've seen Bounty Hunter BJ even brought it up. Nino Cappuccino. Nino Cappuccino was saying, man, this ain't like the Jazz Prince I knew. Well, Nino, you got to understand, he don't have Santino Corleone. If he had a live wire nigga that represented, that came from the dirt, that niggas knew, hey, man, don't fuck around with Jazz Prince Jr., nigga, he'll pull up on you. Jay Prince is too old to pull up on niggas, but his son will. He don't got that. So, so Nino, just imagine if Fredo Coleone was running the family. Just imagine if the Coleone family did not have Santino Coleone and the Coleone family did not have Michael Coleone. All they had was Fredo. How many niggas would be trying to fucking... Coleone family, right? So you got to think about that. That's that's one of the things you got to think about. I know a lot of people are giving Jazz Prince a little bit of trouble. He went on Gillian Wallow's million dollars worth of game. Gillian Wallow, you guys got to do better, man. You got to do better. You got that bar stool deal. You know, you guys are really kind of tap dancing. And I don't think that you necessarily had to like ask disrespectful questions to Jay Prince because relationships do matter. If I have somebody on my podcast and we got a relationship, I'm not going to poke you and try to make you seem bad. But I am going to ask questions that I naturally would ask, right? If I want to ask something, I'm not going to not ask it because you're who you are and our relationship is what it is. I'm not going to go poking and pulling from things. But if I'm like, man, I need to ask this for the people. And I'm not going to necessarily show um, how much I'm trying to protect you on our platform. You know why you came on my platform. You could have said, no, I didn't force you. But if you come on my platform, we're going to talk real. So... Yeah, Gillian Wallow, you guys kind of looking, Hassan's on your heels about that one. Um, yeah, a couple people are on 
Um, Gilly and Wallow's a fucking Hassan was calling Wallow a bitch and a pussy and called Gilly a bitch and put Hassan mad in the motherfucker. I don't know why Hassan's so mad, but he mad in the motherfucker about that fucking Jay Prince situation. Ah, but anyway, y'all, what else is going on in the world? Goddamn right. Red, white, and blue, goddammit. It's a beautiful country, nigga, when you can protect your family, nigga, if you make the right decisions. What else is happening in the world? You guys watch uh, UFC 284? Man, I love UFC. This is just a short little segment for my people that's UFC. I'm not going to carry. I'm not going to hold you guys too much. But um, the card was okay. It really got interesting when it got to Yair Rodriguez versus Josh Emmett. That nigga Rodriguez is a bad nigga, ain't he? He's a bad nigga at the featherweight. But he does not want to fight Alexander Volkanovsky. <laughs> Shit. Islam Maklachev didn't want to fight. Alexander Volkanovsky, nigga. Fuck you talking about, nigga. All the nigga, anybody else got in the ring? Any, I'm sorry, anybody else got in the octagon with Islam Maklachev? And Islam would have made sure he replicated the dominance. He would have took him to the ground, submitted him, squoze him, squeezed him, and submitted him. He didn't play with Bobby Green like that. He got Bobby Green's ass out of there, just like that, nigga. Bobby Green tried to step in there and play with Islam Maklachev. Got his ass, got his ass strangled, nigga. I said, I never, I've only seen the nigga get strangled twice, nigga. My nigga, who's my nigga, the tall nigga? Forgot his name, nigga. Fuck, I forget, I can't think of my nigga's name, but he got strangled and Bobby Green got strangled by Islam Maklachev. Fucking Charles Oliveira got strangled by Islam Maklachev. Everybody who gets in the ring with Islam gets strangled, except Alexander Volkanovsky. Crocodile done motherfucking D. That's what we call Alexander Volkanovsky in the hood. We call him Crocodile Dun D. And here on Gladiator School, that's what this segment is called. When I talk UFC, you guys, we call that Gladiator School Podcast. GSP. Gladiator School Podcast. And that's what this segment is called. Gladiator School Podcast. Nigga, Alexander's Crocodile Dundee. Got in there and beat Islam's ass for three rounds. I give Islam two, but I'm definitely giving Alexander Volkanovsky the second round, the third round, and the fifth round. He ended the fifth round punching him from the top. And nigga, I'm telling you, if they was fighting in the jungle and the person who lost was going to get eaten, Alexander Volkanovsky would have been eating on fucking Islam. He'd have been eating Islam burger, nigga. Islam was winded. He couldn't even talk after the match. Nigga, it was over. If that round had a sixth round, if that fight was going six rounds instead of five, nigga, fuck you talking about, nigga. Alexander's a bad nigga. Crocodile Dundee. That's what we call that nigga now, nigga. I don't even call him Alexander Volkanovsky. I call the nigga Crocodile Dundee. Know what I'm talking about? That nigga's Crocodile Dundee, motherfucking D. That's not a knife. Remember when Crocodile Dundee came to New York and the dude pulled the switchblade out? Psst. Hey, give me your bag, punk. Crocodile Dundee looked at him and said, it's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what Volkanovsky told Islam. It's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. That little motherfucker is tough as shit. And he definitely don't need to go back to featherweight. No, no, no. I don't want to see fucking Alexander Volkanovsky and Yair Rodriguez. Just let, let Rodriguez and his fancy video game moves have it. You can have the featherweight championship. I don't want to see a human being fight another human being after that human being beats a giant. You know what I mean? That nigga Volkanovsky went up in weight, fought somebody that was a three-to-one underdog. He might have been higher than that. Islam might have been like a four-to-one over this motherfucker. Everybody knew that he was going to get smashed. That's what they do. We smash. We smash. Him, he tries to take the whole 
you know, Khabib thing. We smashed, we smashed. He has, he's been smashing motherfuckers, but he didn't smash Crocodile Dundee. That nigga went up to fight a giant. It does not seem, I know I don't want to see him go back to featherweight and just mangle these little dudes. Come on, let Yair have that division. Now it's time for you to go to 155. After I see a human being kick a giant's ass, I don't, don't try to say, oh, he needs to beat this human. Man, fuck whoever that human is. I don't care who that human is. He just beat a giant, nigga. This nigga just beat a giant's ass. Don't try to put him in a ring with another human. Well, this human being is seven foot. I don't care how tall and big he is. Is he a giant? He just beat a body. He just beat somebody a weight division up, nigga. Fuck all the featherweight, nigga. Alexander Volkanovsky, goddammit. That nigga Crocodile Dundee, nigga. He won. And I'm glad that he's still pound for pound champ. In my eyes, he's the pound for pound champ. Yeah, that nigga Islam was begging for legs, nigga. He was leg begging, nigga. He was looking for a leg to grab. He did not have the dominance. And when the fight was over, that nigga Crocodile Dundee needed the Fosters. <laughs> Crocodile Dundee was like, where's my Fosters at? That nigga Islam was, <gasps> he was winded like a motherfucker. I'm hearing that Islam took an IV, a Russian IV. Come on, man. Come on, man. That's another thing I want to talk about, too. Can we stop? With the whole Dagestan guys being all superpowered, they're not superpowered. Okay, they cut 50 pounds. Khabib Namagomarinov walks around at about 200 pounds. He cuts 50 pounds. He fights people that are 50 pounds lighter than him, right? Islam Makhlachev walks around at about 190, almost 200 pounds. He cuts almost 50 pounds to fight lighter guys with lighter skeletal structures. Now, what that does show is discipline. You can't take that away from the Dagestanis. They are disciplined warriors, but they're superpower. They just crush. Man, why ain't there a Dagestani? Who's the heavyweight? Why can't there be a Dagestani until somebody from Dagestan beats a heavyweight? Then I'll give them the superpower. Ain't no Dagestanis kicking ass at heavyweight. They're getting their ass kicked because they're not stronger. They just cut a lot of weight, okay? Let's call it what it fucking is. Crocodile Dundee Alexander Volkanovsky is still the number one pound-for-pound pound champion. I'd like to see that rematch. Yeah, yeah, I want to see that rematch. And Islam, if you don't accept it, then you should have to give up the fucking belt, bitch. Yeah, if you don't want, how you going to duck a fight, nigga? What, you want to fight somebody that's weaker than you? You don't want to test yourself and say, oh, man, that was a great fight. And don't you want to answer that? I got to answer that fucking doorbell. We had to watch Moreno and Figueroa. Moreno... And Figueroa fought four times. I think we can get two of the Islam versus Crocodile Dundee. Shit, that's what I want to see, nigga. I want to see that more than I want to see fucking John Jones versus Cyril Gunn. And I love John Jones. John Jones is my favorite fighter, nigga. He kicks ass John Jones. John Jones kicks ass with these. And he got these. And he got a dog that he'll sick and kill you, nigga. John Jones is everything I want a black man to be, nigga. Dangerous, nigga, at all times on a motherfucker. No victims, nigga. Fuck around over here, nigga. How am I the prey when I'm the predator? That's, a, that's how I feel as a black man. Who's calling me the prey? I'm the predator. Fuck you talking about, nigga. Ain't no victims out here. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's a quick little segment of Gladiator School podcast. I'm going to do a whole podcast dedicated to you know combat sports, UFC, boxing, we're going to call it Gladiator School Podcast, GSP, just like that. See, I come up with shit off the cuff. Uh, what else is going on? Does anybody care about Hunter Campbell's laptop, that this nigga's out here swindling and doing deals? If it was Donald Trump, we would. If Donald Trump's crazy-ass son got caught with a laptop with a whole bunch of scandals and dandles on it, nigga, we, that's all we'd be talking about. That shit just seems to fly under the radar. It's all good.
Oh, yeah, WAC 100 versus Sharp. Eh, eh, that's that's kind of something. You know what I'm saying? WAC 100 versus Sharp. Sharp, you better leave WAC 100 alone, nigga. Is what can WAC 100 really fight though? I'm not saying he can't. I'm not saying he can't. I'm asking. Why don't you try to come over here and fuck with me, nigga, and start screaming at me, nigga? Just asking. We seen you sneak stitches and you beat two white boys up. But I'm talking about in the square off. You got you got something happened to you with T with um Nipsey Hustles, nigga. Remember when the nigga said he dope fiend me? So when have we seen Wack in the actual square off standoff with a nigga who can scrap? Then so I don't know how good Wack can fight. I'm not doubting his game history. I know the nigga was a, you know, he was one of them niggas. <laughs> I know Wack was one of them niggas waiting for you under the bed when you got home. I'm not denying that, Wack. I'm just saying your squabbles and a real squabble with like Big U. We know Big U is fucking skilled at hand-to-hand -hand combat, and you seem to not really engage with him. You know what I mean? If you and Big U was on the phone, you wouldn't say, pull up, nigga, right now, and let's get it on. Because you know Big U knows fucking karate. Any nigga that's involved in gang shit that knows karate, any gang nigga that knows karate, nigga, be careful, nigga. Them niggas are studying. So he knows Big U is skilled in the arts of hand-to-hand -hand combat. So I think if him and Big U was on the line, he wouldn't be saying, open up the studio like he did Sharp, nigga. Anytime he gets in a... In an argument with a blogger, a nigga who's a blogger, he quickly says, nigga, pull up, let's scrap right now. He don't even go like the gun shit. Wax says, let's fight. But with Big U, he kept, man, me and Big U, even right now, he'll still say me and Big U. He don't really want to pull that mm, with Big U because you know Big U got the knuckles. Yeah, 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 you can say whatever you want to say, Big U, conspiracy, him, nips, yells, all right, whatever. It's all conspiracy. That's all hearsay. We don't know any of that. One thing we do know is Big U knows how to throw them goddamn paws, nigga. Big U's knuckle game is immaculate, nigga. That's one thing is been certified, stamped, and sealed, nigga. You know if you go fucking around with Big U, the knuckle game is coming, nigga. Nigga, he might have bad knees. That only, nigga, that don't matter, nigga. If I'm not finna wrestle you, nigga, if I'm finna hit you with a three-piece and a soda and get you on out the drive-thru, <laughs> if I'm finna hit you with this three-piece and a soda, and slide you out the drive-thru. What the fuck I need my knees for? Nigga, fucking tell me this ain't grappling. So you don't really see Wack 100 going there with Big U. But still, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, he was he was all on Sharp's heels, nigga. He, I'm coming out today. Go right now, nigga. Like, damn, Sharp. Like, damn, Church. That nigga, that nigga Sharp was like, damn, Church. Why you trying to come out here and see me so quick, Church? <laughs> Hold on, church. What what you saying about Dago? He was trying to, that nigga Sharp was trying to deflect everything he could. He would not just accept and say, yeah, fam, meet me at Adam 22 Stump Jumper Studio tomorrow, nigga. Let's get this fade out the way. I don't even got to get the fade out the way, nigga, but you're not finna have me like I'm scared to see you face to face. If you scrap, you scrap, nigga, and then whatever. Sharp was trying to deflect. Hey, church, uh, so you saying I'm an employee? Uh, do I got a W-2? Wack was like, man, fuck all that on Paru. <laughs> Wack was like, on Paru, fuck all that, nigga. <laughs> pull up, pull up, <laughs> nigga. Wack, Wack get mad, nigga. You remind me of my uncle. I know niggas like Wack, nigga. I grew up with niggas like that, nigga, that just, they trying to scare you. But also, they get so angry that they skip the negotiation. Street niggas only have two levels. Nigga. Real street niggas, they only have, I'm cool, I'm chill. And then they got, nigga, let's set the bridge on fire. So it's funny when Wack starts to get to the let's set the bridge on fire. Nigga, Pyro. Oh, what else is happening in the world there? What else is going on in the world there, people? People. 
Mm, mm, mm. Oh, Drake is being questioned for the murder of XX Tentacion. Oh shit, nigga. What, Drizzy? Did you have something to do with XX Tentacion? I've been hearing a couple little rhymes that you've been saying that have kind of pointed to you. Mm. Drake, <laughs> come on, man. Don't you see what happened with Young Thug? Nigga, what if we lost Drake to that shit? Nigga? What if Drake nigga gets pulled in and charged with murder, nigga, and has to go away? What would we do without Drake, nigga? Nigga, we thought, nigga, Young Thug kind of blinded us. Nigga, nigga, if this nigga Drake gets wrapped up in the murder of XX Tentacion, the little fat nigga, yeah, we seen the little fat telling nigga, telling it all, nigga, street niggas. I'm telling you, they'll kill you and turn into bitch ass. That nigga look like a fraggle rock. Nigga look like a little Ewok up there testifying on the niggas. Come on, I thought you was a street nigga. Now look at you, pointing people out. I hope that nigga don't come and say, yeah, and Drake get, oh, shit, nigga, OVO, it's over. <laughs> OVO's gonna be OVA, it's over, nigga. If one of these niggas that's charged with this XX Tentacion murder has a text or a tie back to Drake and it says, yeah, nigga, he paid us for, oh, shit, we lost Young Thug and Drake in a matter of 12 months, nigga. Nigga, the hip-hop community will never recover, nigga. The fuck are we gonna listen to on the radio, nigga, if we lose Drake? Don't take Drake from us, please, law enforcement. Didn't Drake say that? Yeah, they think I'm suave, but I can't get recalled. Come on, Drake. I hope not, nigga. Shit. Shit, I love your music. I love your compilations and your collaborative albums with 21 and Future. We need you in music, nigga. If you're gone, nigga, then it's just drill music. Yeah, if we lose Drake, nigga, then we all shit, nigga. Music is about to go to hell in a handbasket. We need you, Drake. I hope it's just hearsay, Drake. I hope you didn't have nothing to do with XX Tentacion's murder, Drake. Yeah, my nigga LeBron James is the hey, what's up? LeBron James is the NBA's all-time leading scorer. Nigga, hit the round of applause for LBJ, nigga, the greatest. Now, I don't ride for LeBron as hard as I used to. You know, I used to be a LeBron stand, nigga. I'll, nigga, please, nigga, I'll fight niggas. I got in fights with my cousins, nigga, because they think Michael Jordan's better than the niggas. But LeBron still is my nigga, though, and I'm very happy that he broke that record. I don't think anybody else will pass it. I think Kevin Durant possibly could have if he wasn't made out of glass. He's like glass, man. You guys seen what movie was that? <laughs> Unbreakable. Remember Samuel Jackson and Bruce Willis? And everywhere Samuel went, he kept breaking because he was just frail. That's like fucking Kevin Durant. He's just frail. <laughs> He can't do nothing without breaking. But if Kevin Durant had any kind of strong skeletal structure, I think because he scores, that nigga scores no problem. But he just can't stay healthy full season. So I don't think he'll get the longevity that LeBron got. And I just don't see anybody passing him. Who knows, though? Nobody's seen Zion Williamson, a fucking 350-pound nigga, doing windmills and shit. So you don't know what the Negro gene can produce but i'm just saying i don't think anybody's gonna pass him they might get close but i don't think anybody's gonna pass lebron james but he did it and anthony davis didn't even stand up and give the nigga a prop and applause what the fuck is wrong with you ad fuck is wrong with you that's some house phone ass shit ad why ain't you stand up and give the nigga applause i mean kareem abdul is the one that should have been salty and he even stood up with his little old <laughs> You know, he didn't want to clap. That nigga was looking saltier than a goddamn rich cracker, nigga. That nigga was salty, nigga. But he had to stand up just because, you know, this is our brotherhood. And LeBron James is, he just took my spot, nigga. He did. I just got your bitch, nigga. I just got your bitch. Kenny Red, I just got your bitch. <laughs> LeBron just knocked your bitch, nigga. You seen him at the Super Bowl. 
nigga. He put the crown on while the crowd booed him. Like, fuck you, nigga. Nigga, I'm the king, nigga. LeBron's the king. How did you guys like the Super Bowl? That Super Bowl was great, wasn't it? That was sometimes shit feels fixed. Sometimes it feels inauthentic, but that felt real. It felt good. I mean, to see Patrick Mahomes come back on a bum ankle to win, fuck. I know Jalen Hurts was like, God damn, you was that close, nigga. Jalen Hurts was that close from being the nigga, and he played great. The Eagles as a team played great. That little light-skinned nigga, his dad is a real nigga. If his dad didn't bring two Philly blunts and say, we smoking on Philly blunts, nigga, his mom like real niggas. Some, some white girls don't like real authentic black niggas, you know what I'm saying? But some do. Like my wife, <laughs> some white girls just they just like authentic, real black. They don't want the black guy that's like, Hey, I'm Carlton Banks. Nah, 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 nah. I want Jamal, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> white girls, like, no, 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 no. I could have got a square white guy if I wanted to be with a square, I'd have got a white guy or an Asian guy. I'm fucking with you because I like the street essence. I think that's how Patrick Mahomes' mom is. She must like the niggas because his dad is a nigga. Nigga, he was smoking on a what was he smoking on a burrow pack, and now he's saying, I got two Philly bloods. Nigga, that's a nigga. And that's what that's what enables Patrick Mahomes to be on a bum wheel and push through like he did. Even when he hurt his fucking foot. You seen that nigga jump up and start running to this like, damn, Pat, just sit down. You see niggas with lesser injuries, right? You see niggas hurt their wrists and hurt their shoulder and they be laying there for TV timeout. We got to go to commercial. Nigga, as soon as that nigga Patrick fucked up his ankle again, that nigga jumped up like, I'm fine. That's a tough-ass, light-skinned nigga. That's how I want my son to be. I want my son to be one of them tough-ass, light-skinned niggas. Damn, that's a tough-ass, light-skinned nigga. Yeah, because his dad's a real nigga. And I put real nigga jeans. And they get 40 acres and a mule floating around in that nigga. That ain't no motherfucking, you know what I'm talking about? That ain't no African nigga out there eating foo-foo and fucking whatever. Nah, his dad picked cotton, nigga. Fuck you talking about? You got to hit him with a, a lash on the... Yeah, you got to hit him with a lash on the back, nigga. Fucking chain his feet together to try to stop that nigga. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes won it. He deserved it. Shouts out to fucking Patrick Mahomes. But shouts out to Jalen Hurst, too. And I'm so happy that two black quarterbacks got to play in the Super Bowl. But I'm disheartened the fact that they didn't have a roundtable with the black commentators on ESPN. Why didn't they have Stephen A. Smith and uh, what's the all the black guys, Shannon Sharp and Michael Wilbon and why didn't they have all the black guys talk about the significance of two black quarterbacks playing in a Super Bowl? I kept seeing white bitches talk about it. I kept seeing white guys talk about it. Nobody put the word in. Stephen A. Smith, that's what comes with being the number one nigga. You got to do shit like that. You can't just keep running around and out the, all the white soirees and parties. You got to remember to say, hey, by the way, I want to put together a roundtable to talk about the significance of two black quarterbacks being in the Super Bowl for the first time. In Black History Month, fuck going on, man. That's why we, man, fuck going on. But nonetheless, shout out to Patrick Mahomes. Great job. Shout out to Jalen Hurts. You're going to get that contract, nigga. You're going to get the number Lamar Jackson thought he was going to get. They're going to say, Lamar Jackson, uh, we can't pay you that. What did, what did Lamar Jackson want? Did he want 138 or 238? I can't remember the number that Lamar Jackson wanted. See, chat room, you guys got to come in. I need my chat room flooded like fucking Hassan Campbell's and fucking Charleston White's shit. Them niggas' chat lines be flooded. My shit's on fucking Stutterbox right now. But anyways, yeah, Lamar, we can't pay you, nigga, because you got to do what Jalen Hurts did, nigga. <laughs> Jalen Hurts was running, throwing, 
everything. That nigga was doing everything, nigga. Everything, everything, nigga. Yeah, Jalen Hurts a bad nigga. Pay that man. Now, I know he has a female agent. Is she black? I think she's like the first female agent. So, yeah, she's going to be negotiating some shit. And if she ends up negotiating a deal that pays him more than Lamar Jackson, it's going to open up the door for female um, agents to come in the game. Because maybe they're using the power of pussy to negotiate. You know what I'm saying? They do have something that guys don't have. That's that pussy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they got a little bit of that pussy. And when a woman talks to a guy, it gets a different response. Now, back in the days when bitches were supposed to be in the kitchen making the biscuits, it didn't help. But in this new age of Me Too and women empowerment might mean something different. Lamar might fuck around. I mean, Jalen Hurts might get that fucking money. Lamar Jackson was wishing he could have got with his fucking uncle. <laughs> I think Lamar Jackson got his uncle as his agent. Man, come on, man. Get a Jewish guy in there and get a woman, nigga. Get your uncle out of the fucking negotiating room. I want to talk to your fucking nigga uncle. We don't want to talk to the we don't want to talk to Patrick Mahomes' dad when it's negotiating time. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes' dad is great for television when he's talking about I got two Philly bloods, but nigga, not in negotiating time. Nigga, bring a professional. Bring a professional. D D D D D D D. My bitch runs the streets at night. Timberwolves lost D'Angelo Russell. We can't never get trades right, can we? The Timberwolves, ever since Oliver Candy, ever since we did the Oliver Candy and Joe Smith, ever since we did that deal, we just been cursed. We got Kevin Garnett, Marbury. We just been cursed ever since, man. We don't know how to negotiate. Who did we get? We got some second round picks. What the fuck is a second round pick, nigga? Fuck the second round pick, nigga. If you ain't getting a first round pick, ain't no way I'm giving up D'Angelo. Russell. So we lost him. Now it's back to just two big men. I'm sorry. We got Anthony Edwards. I'm so sorry, man. And I fucked up on that, by the way. When Anthony Edwards got drafted, I was like, LaMelo Ball. We want LaMelo Ball. Uh, I fucked up. I'm sorry, Anthony Edwards, nigga. That nigga is the deal. He's the real deal. But yeah, man, we fucking lost D'Angelo fucking Russell. Ah, my bitch runs the streets at night. House phone. Fuck Adam 22's wife. What? House phone, fuck Adam 22's wife, Jenna. Is that her name? Jenna? Is that her name? Jenna? House phone. Ah, so that. Aha. Aha. Y'all guys remember coming to America? Aha. That's why Adam outed you about you liking to fuck with transmissions. That's payback for fucking my bitch. Yeah, nigga. Adam, damn, you held that for a minute, nigga. Fucking outed house phone's ass, nigga. Yeah, it says house phone fucked Adam's wife, nigga, back in 2016, before Adam was married to her. They weren't married at the time, but Adam, you know, when they say you love a motherfucker, love at first sight, Adam probably seen her and was in love with her. I'm gonna marry her. House phone took her in the back and gave her that. My bitch runs the streets at night, and I can't be sleep. I can't sleep. Telling my bitch runs the streets. And I was gonna give her that. And I can't sleep. I can't sleep. Nigga. And the guy was like, mm, if I ever hear that you're fucking transmissions, I'm gonna out you. Fucking got him. House phone, you gotta be quick. You thought you was friends. That nigga Adam ain't that white boy ain't your friend. Nigga, I could tell you, I'm from Minnesota. White boys ain't your friend. They can be partners in business, not friends, nigga. They will always use their white card and go to the white side. White women are better friends to black men than white men are, just historically speaking. White women have done more <laughs> for black men and have shown more of a friendship than white men. 
It's the white women you can trust, not the white man. You got to watch the white guys. My bitch runs the streets at nine. Uh, what am I watching? I'm currently watching. What am I watching on TV right now? Oh, Your Honor on Showtime. If you're looking for a show to watch, uh, check out Your Honor with um, the guy from Breaking Bad. I can't remember his name, but you know, the guy with Jesse, the, the, the meth cooker upper. He got a new show. It's called um, Your Honor. It's on Showtime. Great show. Check it out. It's very, 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 very fucking dope. That's what I've been watching. Because my bitch runs the street. My wife's out right now, and I can't sleep, nigga. <laughs> and I can't sleep. I can't sleep. That's what I'm going to name this episode, My Bitch Runs the Streets, on St. Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, fucking what? USA shoots down UFO over Alaska? Yeah, that wasn't no balloon. That wasn't no balloon. But we're going to save that for Conspiracy Theory Thursdays. Tune in this Thursday. Conspiracy Theory Thursday, and we're going to talk about all of that, what I think it was. Yeah, man, something, something, something weird about that, man. Something weird about that. Just shoot some shit down and it don't make the news. What was it? When we popped the balloon, it was all over the news. We shot it down. America shot down the Chinese balloon. That shit was all the Chinese balloon, the Chinese balloon. All of a sudden, something that was flying. Nigga, this shit wasn't floating. The Chinese balloon was floating. We shot down something that was flying. What was it? What was it? You know what I'm talking about? Was it an alien? <laughs> Conspiracy Theory Thursdays. Y'all got to come back. We'll talk about it. And I can't sleep. I can't sleep. All right, you guys. Uh, thank you guys for tapping in with me on this live. Like I said, we're gonna. I'm trying to do this at least once a week. More of you know, I might try to do one and definitely Conspiracy Theory Thursday, but more and more and more and more. So if you guys like these live streams, make sure you guys stay tuned in, stay tapped in. Um, this is Simba Ali. I appreciate y'all hanging out with me. I'll be back. <laughs>